Uh, so that's great. Who likes talking about money? And who likes talking about money in church? Yeah, me, me neither. Um, I was going to just get, take us through a really exciting Excel spreadsheet, breaking down the church budget. Um, but Kevin thought that might be a little too exciting. So uh, instead, I actually just wanted to talk about something that God has been working through in my life and in my heart. And I hope it is both challenging and encouraging to you guys. Um, I'm not going to come up here and just talk about rules or, hey, here's the best 10 ways to live your life and how to deal with money in the church. Um, but what I want to talk about is how we actually handle our resources, our finances, our money is actually a direct reflection of the gospel working in our hearts, of who God is, what he's done, and it gives us an opportunity to faithfully take up our role in his story and what he's doing and bringing healing and restoration to a broken and hurting world around us. Um, so I just want to share three things that I've actually learned about true story-formed generosity. Um, and again, I want to say I'm not up here because I have it together, um, but I'm actually up here because this is stuff that God continually works on in my heart, and I want to share that with you. Um, first thing I've learned about true story-formed generosity is it recognizes a giver. As you guys know, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, right? He created a good and beautiful world. He created mankind in his image to cultivate the world around him, and it was all his, right? And he entrusted that to his people to care for and take care of it. So I think just ultimately, for one, recognizing that, knowing that, hey, everything that we have belongs to God. It's all his. Psalm 24.1 says, the earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. Uh, my two-year-old frustrates me and kind of cracks me up because she walks around in the house claiming everything is hers, uh, which doesn't go over well with her siblings. Um, but then I start to think, like, God, is this what I do with my stuff? I start to take possession of it and think and see it as mine instead of yours. And then later in the story, right, after God creates this beautiful world and people have rebelled against him, God then actually gives himself, right? Jesus coming in the flesh, living and dying, and then being raised again. Second um, Corinthians 8 9 says, For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that you through his poverty might become rich. This isn't just talking about money. Um, but before we can truly like give cheerfully and share our resources generously, I think we first need to recognize that we've been given to so incredibly generously by a good God who is such a good giving God. Um, the second thing I've learned about true story-formed generosity is uh, it reveals idols. So kind of like in the second act of the story, right? Adam and Eve are given this beautiful world, and then they decide they're not going to trust God. They decide they're actually going to rebel against what he said, not trust him, and then choose what is right in their own eyes. And that fractures the world and brings sin in between themselves, between God, and between creation. Um, we often can rebel and choose our own way when it comes to our resources. Um, we can take the gift and elevate it above the giver. And I don't know about you guys, but when I'm given opportunities to give, it's so easy for me to think about, ooh, what else could I do with that money? If I'm giving here, what does that mean I'm saying no to? Um, just a few things off the top of my head. But some idols that are revealed 
uh, to me are sometimes like, oh, achievement. Do I want to spend money on things that make it look like I've made it or I have status uh, or I look cool? Still really working on that. It's not, not going well. Um, am I spending money for the approval of others or even giving for the approval of others? Is that what my heart is? Is it not in worship to God, the giver, but is it to gain other people's approval? Am I spending it for comfort? Um, spending money in ways that put my comfort above the good of others? Or am I spending it in ways that show that I want control for security? Am I thinking there's not going to be enough ahead, and so I cannot give now because there's not going to be enough for me or my family later? Um, again, these are just a few off the top of my head from personal experience. Um, but dealing with these idols isn't a one-time thing. It's a constant evaluation process, and I have to even constantly look at my budget and say, hey, is my, is my internet, is my entertainment, are these other things I'm seeking, how is that even looking in comparison to what I'm giving to God? Am I giving him the first fruits and the best, or am I giving him what's left? Um, but guys, there's good news, because even in our rebellion, God is still good. He's patient with us. He forgives us. He loves us. And he invites us into something better. Um, so the last thing I've learned about true story-formed generosity is when we've recognized how much we've been given, right? Idols have been revealed in our hearts. We are then invited to participate into something bigger than ourselves, and that is reap righteousness. I had to go with the R's. Kevin wanted me to share, so I knew it had to, all the letters had to line up. Um, but just like Abram was promised, right, that his family would be blessed to be a blessing, as followers of Jesus, we're an extension of that promise, right? And how we handle our finances and generosity plays a big part of that. Um, 2 Corinthians 9, 6 through 9 says, Remember this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. Whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Each of you should give what you've decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to bless you abundantly, so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. As it is written, they have freely scattered their gifts to the poor. Their righteousness endures forever. Um, so when it talks about righteousness enduring forever, too, righteousness is not just talking about moral goodness. Uh, I actually heard something from Tim Keller where he says a better translation is justice. And justice, not by, like, people getting what they deserve, but justice and actually helping to right relationships, people relating rightly to each other. And so it's actually talking about poverty being healed. It's talking about broken families getting put back together. It's talking about conflicts being healed. And so restoration is what it's talking about. When we sow things, we're reaping righteousness, not in a way that, oh, I'm, I'm just reaping good things for myself, or, oh, I'm not reaping money, but we're actually reaping restoration and being a part of the healing and good work that God is doing in this world. And he invites us to be a part of that. You're dying to self. You're exhibiting the power of the gospel. This is countercultural, but when we choose to die to ourselves, we are, we are an extension of the gospel who gave his life for us so that we may live, and now we can do that for others. So I want to say this to one, be encouraged. Thank you guys for giving to Missio. Thank you for sharing resources. Um, I believe that giving to the local church family is a really important part of worship and generosity with our money and what God calls us to do. 
Um, and with our finances, we're able to play a role in the story of God by it allows us to, to gather and worship like we're doing today, right? To be equipped as missionaries who are then sent out to different people in different places all throughout the valley. It's allowed us to spread good news. It's allowed us to care for the needs of others, the poor, the hurting, whether that's physical, emotional, spiritual. It's equipping leaders to lead and continue to bring the gospel and word and deed and make disciples in new and fresh ways. It's supporting global work that's bringing gospel to places that literally has never heard it before and that doesn't even have a Bible in a, in a written language. Uh, and it's also even some other creative uses like hosting and showing hospitality for people like Soma School students. That is literally reaping righteousness across the globe as we speak. Um, so I just want to say thank you guys for being diligent in this. Thank you for using less for yourself so that others may have more. Um, and then here's my ask is can we continue to recognize this and evaluate God is the giver. Can we continue to ask God to reveal the idols? And then can we continue to reap righteousness? And then just ask, are we giving what we feel like Jesus has called to? Since this is an annual meeting, it's just a good time to be able to reevaluate. And then also I wanted to be able to celebrate and see because of the faithfulness in giving, these are just some of the ripple effects that are happening. Um, yeah, Christopher Wright says the church is the recipient and vehicle of God's blessing. Um, so how we handle our finances, it's not just another rule. It's not a, just another guideline. But I do think it's a direct reflection of the gospel working in our hearts of who God is and what he's done for us. And he allows us to, to be a part in what he's doing to heal a broken world around us. Um, if you guys want to process through this more, one, I would be happy to talk more. There's a lot of, a lot of passages in the Bible about resources and money. Um, or secondly, if you even feel like budgeting, that's a cuss word, sorry for some. Um, but it, it is, it's a hard thing to talk about. Um, but even if you're like, man, I don't even know where to start with a budget, and I would love to learn how to, how to be a steward of what I've been given, I would happily sit down and meet with you and talk through some of that with you too. So. Thanks, guys.